0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
1: Technology has advanced in amazing ways over the past 20 years. We'll hear from an internet pioneer who says a third wave of innovation is coming. One that will impact us in unexpected ways.
0: Well, I think it's going to be a very bright feature because I think that the Internet's now going to get integrated in pretty important aspects of our lives that haven't changed that much in the first or second waves, but are going to change a lot, I think, in the third wave.
1: Then, think you lead a healthy lifestyle? Research shows that only a tiny fraction of Americans actually do have a truly healthy lifestyle.
0: The findings of so few people doing all for a healthy lifestyle, I think it is surprising to see that it's only less than
1: 3%. Those two stories and more are straight ahead on this week's Info Track. Our show begins right after this.
0: InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting.
1: Our next guest is an accomplished entrepreneur, co-founder of America Online. He put together the largest merger in business history between AOL and Time Warner. He's now chairman and CEO of Revolution, an investment firm that helps develop new business ventures. He is Steve Case, and his latest book is titled The Third Wave, An Entrepreneur's Vision of the Future. Steve, welcome to the show. Great to be with you. So let's dive right in here. The title of your book reflects your vision of what the future holds. Tell us about that.
0: Well, I think it's going to be a very bright future, because I think that the Internet's now going to get integrated in other aspects of our lives that are pretty important. The way I look at it, the first wave was really just building the Internet. The second wave has been building apps and services on top of the Internet. And the third wave is really integrating it in seamless, pervasive ways to really improve how we think about healthcare, how our kids learn, how we think about energy and transportation and food. Pretty important aspects of our lives that haven't changed that much in the first or second waves but are going to change a lot, I think, in the third wave.
1: Will this change require people who build businesses to take a different approach than they have in the past?
0: Yeah, and that's really why I finally decided to write a book. I just realized that some of the lessons that were learned in the first wave, the importance, for example, of partnerships, you can't really go alone, you need to work together, the importance of policy, dealing with governments on regulations, the importance of perseverance, just really sticking with things, those dynamics were very important in the first wave, not as important in the second wave, but are going to become very important again in the third wave. So I do think it's going to require a different mindset and a different playbook for entrepreneurs. I don't think it's going to require all of us, as just as as individuals, to think differently because even the nature of work is changing, and that's going to accelerate in the third wave. Right now, 34% of people are part of the freelance economy, and so they're just thinking about how the concept of work has changed a lot, and it's going to change more in the third wave.
1: Companies like Google and Facebook are so dominant at the present time. Do you see that continuing for those type of companies that are way up on top, or is there a cycle that might affect them at some point?
0: I think it'll be a mix. And you saw this in the second wave. There are companies like Facebook that are big now. Didn't even exist when the second wave started 15 years ago. There's others. Google at the time was a tiny little company and has roared into being a major company. So in the third wave, some of the big players will continue to be strong, but there will be a whole new class of companies that also emerge that really take on some of these challenges, whether it be healthcare or education or other sectors. And I think the place to watch isn't just the startups, it's also how do the larger companies, the Fortune 500 companies, how do they pivot and navigate to be part of this future as well, and how do the big companies partner with the small companies? I think you'll see much more of that partnership with some called co-opetition in the third wave.
1: We're talking with Steve Case. He's the author of The Third Wave, An Entrepreneur's Vision of the Future. Steve, for business owners who are listening, for perhaps young people who are listening who want to get into business, what kind of advice would you have to take advantage of the third wave?
0: Well, I think it starts with really understanding what's likely to happen. People said, for example, Wayne Gretzky was a great hockey player didn't focus on where the puck was he focused on where the puck was going so just having a sense of where things are going I think is important obviously try to lay out a framework that I think is likely to happen in the third way but just whatever you're focused on whatever your passions are not just focusing on what's currently happening, but having a sense of where it's going is very important. But then matching that with a team, because I've really learned entrepreneurship is a team sport and figuring out ways to work together with people to take on some of these challenges. And as I said earlier, recognize that the nature of work itself is changing. When I was graduating from college, the model was most people worked for one company. My dad worked for the same organization for 60 years. I had several jobs in the first several years. Now there's some people who have several jobs with several different companies in the same day. And what's called the gig economy, and they might work as a driver, for example, for Uber, and then work with Lyft. You're seeing more of that dynamic, and even in technology and legal services, it's less about one company and one career and more about thinking more flexibly about your career and being more opportunistic about seizing some of the opportunities of the future.
1: It seems like a lot of successful Internet companies have a base in Silicon Valley. Do you see that continuing, or is that going to be changing?
0: No, I think it will change. I'm very optimistic that you'll see in the third wave innovation more broadly dispersed across the country. doesn't mean that Silicon Valley won't continue to be important. It will, but you'll see more places really emerging. And part of the reason for that is as you take on some of these sectors that I think are really the next big areas for innovation, like take healthcare, some of the great healthcare companies and healthcare organizations are in the middle of the country. And if you want to change healthcare, maybe partnering with the Cleveland Clinic or Mayo Clinic or MD Anderson will be important or partnering with United Health. And these companies are located typically in the middle of the country, not on the coast. And that's true in other sectors as well. There's a lot of excitement about innovations in agriculture technology and food systems. And some of that innovation will come from Silicon Valley, but a lot of it will come in the middle of the country. There are places like Louisville and St. Louis that really understand farming, understand the culture of farming. So, my guess is there will be a lot of startups in those places. So I think 10, 15, 20 years from now, while Silicon Valley will still be strong, I'm sure it'll be our strongest innovation region, it will be much, much more dispersed in the third wave than it was in this past second
1: wave. In the past, you know, going back 10, 15 years, most people went to the Internet using a desktop computer. Now, of course, it's smartphones. What's your vision of where we're going with mobile access to the Internet?
0: Really, I think the next way, the third way, will be integrating the Internet in ways that sometimes you don't even see. So there will be more pervasive, more ubiquitous, what some people call the Internet of Things with devices and sensors, what I call in the book, the Internet of Everything. So I think it'll even be broader than that. And in the history here is interesting, because when we started companies like AOL 30 years ago, only 3% of people were online, and they were only online one hour a week. And so just getting people to understand why they get online and getting them to had the tools, modems and other things to be able to get online really was kind of powered that first wave. And as you mentioned, the second wave has been dominated by smartphones, the whole mobile revolution. I think the third wave will take it to the next level, which is really integrating the internet and in seamless pervasive ubiquitous and sometimes invisible ways and as people try focusing on things like smart cities how do you create a kind of a smarter cities which big companies like ge and ibm are doing but also hundreds of startups are doing there's some big opportunities in the third way but again it requires a different mindset and a different playbook which is obviously why i decided to write the book
1: parts of the population don't have access to the internet is there any option for those people
0: well, I think that is a concern, and we've been working on that for a while in terms of trying to bridge the digital divide so everybody has a connection. And, and that's getting better. People generally do have connections, but they don't necessarily have the faster broadband connections. So that is an area of focus, and it's an area of discussion, including in Washington, what's the best way to kind of even the playing field. I think the other opportunity in the third wave is to... level that playing field in terms of opportunity, not just about access, but also opportunity. How do you make sure anybody who has an idea, no matter where they are, no matter who they are, no matter who they know or who they don't know, they have an idea and tend to to do something innovative, they have a shot. And some of the things that have come on stream recently, like a concept of crowdfunding, so you can use the internet to raise capital, is very important for people who don't have money or don't know people who have money. And so some of those platforms are really going to power this third wave. And I think this third wave will not just touch more important aspects of our lives, not just about apps and software. It's about really important things like what we eat and how our kids learn and how we stay healthy. But it's also going to be a much more inclusive form of innovation and entrepreneurship. And so that whole idea of more diversity, more inclusivity, I think is going to be one of the key aspects that
1: really drives this whole third wave. Exciting times ahead. The book is The Third Wave, An Entrepreneur's Vision of the Future. Steve Case is the author. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you very much. I enjoyed it.
1: Next, how healthy is the American lifestyle? The shocking report card on health. Coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.